Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 23 of In the Movies. This week is another drunk Disney! Yay. We're getting drunk while watching the Gnomobile. I'm ready to party! We're drunk. So bad. It's great. Is this your first time? Is this recording? That's the joy of the drug podcast. Gang activity. activity. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fucking nuts. I'm always fun. <laughs> I love gnomes, which is why we're watching this movie. Yes. Basically. That's exactly. I love gnomes so much. I was like, I wonder if there are any movies with gnomes. And I looked up gnome on IMDb and I found this. Oddly enough, like exactly <laughs> four years ago, because I posted about it on Facebook and it was on my on this day thing like two days ago. Yeah, Tish just sent it to me. It took her four years to find somebody who will watch this movie with her. Yeah, I found it and then I I checked the file on my computer. I got it like a couple months later. And honestly, I've just been waiting for like the perfect moment to enjoy this weird movie with someone <laughs> and until Julie and I didn't really have like movie watching friends who would be like yeah let's watch a possibly terrible weird old movie so we're finally getting to it Yay! it was like on my list of drunk Disney ideas when we started we're I'm gonna do it I'm pretty excited about it I'm really excited because I love gnomes I have three of them no 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 their names are <laughs> <laughs> Little one is Jerome the Gnome. Okay. My it's friend named him because she helped me paint him. Rhyming. Um, and then this very traditional looking gnome is Heinrich Olafsson. Okay. I that sounded very Swedish. <laughs> That's where they're from. from yeah, like I know. Northern Europe. Um, and then this colorful guy yeah. with the orange beard and the pink hat is Gingerbeard the Homo Gnome. Um, yeah, I also have a sweater that says Take Me Gnome Tonight with a drunk gnome on it, which is very appropriate because we're also getting drunk. Woohoo! We've uh, just started. As you can hear, our. Um, That's the classiest sound slushies. you'll ever hear. Oh, mine's just liquid now. So <laughs> mine is slushy. too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a slushy version of one of my favorite coolers to start with. It's pretty good. It's delicious. Uh, it, we look classy eating them with spoons. Out of a beer glass. Out of a beer glass. <laughs> We're classy like that. Yeah. Um, we also just took our pictures for our new cover photo. Dun, dun, dun. Which will be on this podcast, so you'll be seeing it right now. Yeah. Um, hopefully in all the pictures we took, we got one that I like. I hope so. Um, you might yeah. have to cut and paste one me from one photo yeah. and you from another <laughs> photo, but yeah. I'm going to let you do all the work. Yeah. We took a bunch so we would have, uh, as you will see, a drunk Disney version for promo pictures, so I'm excited to get into that. Anyway, let's get into this movie. Mm-hmm. The Dome-Mobile, 1967. This is probably one of the oldest movies we watched. Barbarella was, Barbarella. I think, 67, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it was around the same time, for sure. Yeah. This is very different, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Directed by Robert Stevenson, who also directed Mary Poppins and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yes. Written by Ellis Caddison, and based on the book by Upton Sinclair, which obviously I need that book now. I also <laughs> just wish we still named people Upton. Upton. 
That sounds like a posh name. It does. Up your ass option. <laughs> I was like, I want to just name a child that so he gets his ass kicked at school every day by I'm a horrible person. Okay, that's not why you're not having children. <laughs> and it's starring the two kids from Mary Poppins. Wow. Same two kids playing this brother and sister. director really branched out. <laughs> yeah, this director, yeah, also did Mary Poppins. Also, um, Ed Wynn, who you will recognize as... Uncle Albert from mm-hmm. Mary Poppins and the voice of the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. Sadly, his last film, he died before it was even released. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, he was old. Oh, um, that's fair. I mean, he was sick with something I read, but um, some of the people in this movie were born in the 1800s. <laughs> Just fun fact there. <laughs> so, what the heck is this about? Well... I don't even know, guys. (laughs) This is the most I'm hearing about it right now. An eccentric millionaire and his grandchildren are embroiled in the plights of some forest gnomes who are searching for the rest of their tribe. Sure. While helping them, the millionaire is suspected of being crazy because he's seeing gnomes. Mm -hmm. He's committed. And the niece and nephew and the gnomes have to find him and free him. So really, it's a tale of... Mental health institutions <laughs> in the 60s. Maybe. Wonderful. I don't know if it's set in the 60s, actually. We'll find out. Maybe. When we watch <laughs> The Gnomobile. <laughs> Thank you for that. So, as always, we have a drinking game. Mm-hmm. We have some we're starting with, but since there's definitely no drinking games out there for this movie, <laughs> and we don't know much about it... We're going to have to make it up as we go along. We may be the first people to make up a drinking game to this We movie. may be the first people to watch this in like 40 years. That's true. <laughs> um, so we have our basic rules. Yes. Title mentions um, from the people in the movie, not from each other, because we've been saying a lot of no movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can play that drinking game with this podcast. Uh, anytime you can predict the next line that somebody's about to say. We're watching, like, bad movies that are pretty pretty yeah. and cheesy, so that's become a regular I was one. like, we can do it actually fairly often. Yeah. And drink when you sing along to a song. Which there is at least one song in this, I think. So. And we'll probably sing to it. Yeah. Although, we were talking, we do that even if it's not, like, a musical and a song comes on in the movie and we yeah. sing to it, we drink then. We'll do, yeah. <laughs> Fifty um, Shades of Grey. <laughs> I came up with some ideas that I think yeah. might work. Um, every time they say the word gnome, which may be way too much, but we'll yeah. see how it goes. And I thought maybe we could uh, put a gnome hat on the corner of the screen like you do with the Santa hat for that game. When and someone is where it looks like they're do wearing you, it because they're in the corner of the screen. Do you have a gnome hat? No, I was going to like put a triangle of red paper there. That's fair. Um, I don't know how successful that will be because these older movies weren't framed like they are now with over-the-shoulder shots, Mm -hmm. so it may be relevant anyway. But if it works, we'll add it to the list. We'll add it to the list. Yeah, we'll come up with more and uh, tell you more when we're done, and all the rules will be in the blog post that goes with this with the link in the description. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's uh, drink more and watch this movie and have fun. Let's go watch the Gnomobile.
Hello. It is Juliana bringing us back. Tish and I have just finished watching The Nomobile, 1967. Wait, there was no... Oh, I guess the car was the The Nomobile. That's what they said at the end. They said that? Yeah, title mention. And I was like, title mention? Because he's like... Any couples that want to go, there's a no mobile. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we just finished watching the no mobile. Why do you have a drink and I don't have a drink? That's what I went to the kitchen. To <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll drink water. Tish is drinking here. water. I'm here. I'm here. Um, and we drank, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of go. Oh my god, this is gonna be. We have some more drinking game <laughs> ideas. Rules! Yeah. So we told you our basic ones, title mentions, which there actually is one in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, when you can predict the next line, which you I did. I did that at least once, yeah. And drink when you sing along to a song. To be fair, it was during a song, so it was like, what rhymes? <laughs> and it was pretty easy. <laughs> um, drink when you sing along to a song, which there's like one song, but three incarnations of it. Yeah. We drank every time, really. Um, Every time they say the word no, I don't think too we much, really did that because they say it a lot. So I'd say don't do that. Don't attempt that. But we we came up with a couple other ones. Yes. Yeah, so every time uh, the little boys, I don't know their fucking names. Rodney, Rodney, the little boy, the little Mary Poppins boy. His, Rodney. Every time his raid, his little radio disguises something. Yeah, they use it to happens a couple times. Couple times, yeah. Yeah. You disguise things with sound. Yeah. That's, do you know what that says? <laughs> I do, but it took me a second. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Um, the little girl... Catherine? Elizabeth? I don't, know I don't actually names. know her name. The little girl, every time she says... Grandfather. <laughs> grandfather. Grandfather. Father. Grandfather. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she says that a lot. Oh, okay. This summary we gave you from IMDb is so wrong. It's wrong. Okay, there is a millionaire. Yes. Okay, it does says a millionaire and his grandchildren, but then it says niece and nephew who the fuck wrote the summary okay so okay. it is grandfather and grandchildren it's and the not summary, niece, it's and a niece and nephew why didn't i catch that also before? um the niece nephew and gnomes do not go to the sanitarium to save him yeah the grandchildren go to the sanitarium to save him and they get him and then together go and rescue the gnomes who have been kidnapped. Yeah, guys. The gnomes were kidnapped by Quaxton. Quaxton. Horatio Quaxton. Yeah. He doesn't remove his glasses, though, every time he says something. What? Her, CS, CSI Miami? <laughs> Doesn't he put on his sunglasses after he says his thing? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch the show. It's like, this guy, something, whatever, clever line. Down Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> that didn't happen. No, but, he looked um, like a clown. There was a guy named Horatio Quaxton, and I saw that um, in the thing, 
and I really wanted him this old oh, have yeah, credits yeah. at the beginning right because they are only last for two minutes yeah and um, I really was hoping he was gonna be like a doctor at the sanatorium like Quaxton sanatorium like, sanitarium same <laughs> right now it's the same thing to me okay um and like cause then he like a quack like doctor quack but then um, he wasn't that snot gurgle. You're a snot gurgle. <laughs> You're a snot gurgle. Oh my god, the trolls enslaved the gnomes. Um, Tish has lots of interesting gnome facts. I was very disappointed in the portrayal of gnomes in this movie. Yeah. I have in front of me right now a book called Gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> She does. Deluxe Collector's Edition that my friend Kelsey got me a couple years ago because I'm really into gnomes. And it's kind of like a scientific... There's lots of beautiful paintings of gnomes. And it's it says everything about how they live and how they are and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so the gnomes in this movie are... The size changes, but they're usually like at least a foot? I would say so. And like... That was another thing. I know it's an old movie, but the perspective changed. Yeah, and they didn't constantly. really match up their eye lines well no. when they were doing the things with the gnomes. Um, no. But my book says that gnomes are 15 centimeters tall without yeah. their hats. That's without the hat, obviously. The obviously. That big, man. You can't. Yeah. You can't um, do that. You so imagine I've, how. 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 Uh, <laughs> How important a gnome must feel if he reaches like 15 and a half centimeters? Oh my god. Yeah. Cock of the walk, then. Oh yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, That's all I have. So they were, so, they were pretty big and they were just like humans. They weren't like sure to like short, stout. You know, no. like gnomes. I mean, they were grand- just people dressed up as gnomes. Grandfather gnome was slightly, um, I don't know, more gnomish, I guess, because he, he, he had the beard. beard. And the hat. Like, because there's like a young bachelor gnome, Jasper. 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 Okay, the kids are British. Yeah. The grandfather, even though this takes place around San, San Francisco. Francisco and the Redwoods, mostly. Yeah, which is lovely. Um, the, the grandfather had, like, a New York accent. Yeah. Even the, though he said he was from Ireland. Yeah. And then the Mick, gnome. Sh- oh, Sean, oh, Sean is see whatever he said. Oh, Irish things. Yeah, the, um, the gnomes. The gnomes were, like, Appalachian, like, hillbilly, hillbilly southern, southern accent, American accent. Like, gnomes. Not accent. southern, we did that again. Um, South U.S. of A. Yeah. Uh, which disappointed me because, according to my book, I can't find exactly where, but There's they're from, like, Northern Europe, like, Germany, kind of Nordic countries. Ooh, like Sven. Movies. Yeah, like, my gnome Heinrich Olafsson. Yeah. He's just, their parents are very traditional in their naming of him. Oh, look, there's a map in this book, Geographical Range. There's none in Can- the Redwood area. There's none in California. Oh. Uh, there's some around us, I think. That's around us, right? Yeah. And where I used to live. Oh. 
Not a lot, guys. Not a lot. Well, not in Northern Europe. And in the UK, but, um... Yeah, and, like, Germany. Yeah, more in Europe than in the oh, that's North not America. true. Germany's here. This is, like, Turkey? Hungary? It's mm. hard without Carpatten. <laughs> what is this that's crazy map? Europa. Well, jeez. Speak the English. Siberia. Eastern border. Names for gnomes in various languages. Irish. Gnome. gnome. English. Gnome. gnome. Flemish. Kleinmann. <laughs> German. Heinzelmannchen. <laughs> Danish. Nice. Norwegian. Tomte. Or. Nice. <laughs> Czechoslovakian. Shriktek. Oh my god, I'm learning so much from this book and I've read Serbio Croatian. Kipek. Or Patuljak. The point is. Um, There's gnomes in Europe. <laughs> That's the point. The oh. point is, it wasn't a good portrayal of um, gnomes as gnomes. I know them. They were yeah. just looked like humans, and they were just kind of dressed green. They had kind of like the pointy hats, but they weren't red. So I was like, "What the? Fuck? They could jump!" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Superman they could, jump. They could jump. Uh, Tall shrub in a single bound. Mm-hmm. They jumped all over the place. That was their first introduction to gnome. Oh my god. Jasper was a great jumper. The f- okay. Oh, the, the, the raccoon? First introduction to oh the gnome. They summon a forest for a picnic. The little girl wanders off. And then we see like a, like a real raccoon. Mm-hmm. And like, some, like a deer and some animals. And then it goes to... The gnome. The sh- yeah. The gnome and his animatronic animal friends. They're amazing. It's an owl, two birds, and a raccoon. I want to say blue jays, some sort of jay. They, have like they look, pointy. yeah, they look like a crest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Actually really good, I think, for the time. For the time, I would agree. They, and they honestly, like- my favorite part of the movie. I know, when I that part of the animals. movie, we were, like, talking through it because we were drunk, and then, like, yeah. when that part started, I was just, like, silence, and I was just, like, <laughs> looking at the movie just, like, with, like, my mouth open, like, oh my god, this is amazing. I know. Like, there's a gnome, there's animatronic animals, which are clearly, like, stuffed animals, like, they had, like, fur and feathers and everything. Like, it was pretty amazing. fabulous. They all had, like, weird accents and voices. Did we haven't even got no, through the drinking game? Oh my okay, God. more rules to drink. Um, women in stereotypical occupations. Yes, yeah, so which only is the women, entire movie. The only women you see in the movie, other than the little girl. Um, secretary. Yep. Stewardess. Yep. Nanny, sort of. Yep. She's taking care of the kids. Nurse. Nurse. nurse secretary. Secretary. Nurse. Secretary. Nurse. And then, the lady gnomes. Okay. First, before we get to the lady gnomes... Let's finish the drinking game. Yeah. Anytime someone says the word virgin. Yeah. Because they talk about a virgin forest. He's searching for... Jasper, the young gnome, is 
uh, sad because there's no lady gnomes left. It's just him and his grandfather, and he wants to get laid. The grandfather has lost the will to live because he thinks they're the last gnomes. <gasps> yeah, he goes see throughish, see throughish. That's the. Pre- pre- if you want to drink for that too, they say that a couple times. Yeah. See throughish. See throughish. That's what I'm gonna like, label people... every time I feel a little sad. I'm just gonna be like, I'm feeling a little see throughish. I'll be like, What are you talking about? You're not see throughish. And you'll be like, Yes, yeah. but I've lost the one a little, <laughs> little, little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very dramatic. And then apparently, take you to the sanitarium because <laughs> probably. Yeah, um, Grandpa's lost the will to live because he thinks his grandson will never get laid yeah. and create more gnomes. Correct. He thinks there's only gnomes left, so he's gone see-through-ish. Mm-hmm. So their mission, the reason that the gnome reveals himself to the humans, which they call... Dudinos. Not Dudinos, Dudines. Same thing. Dudines. That is pretty close. Another word you can drink for. Yo, Dudino. (laughs) Sorry. It's not Dudino. (laughs) So Jasper reveals himself to the Dudines, (laughs) or at least the little girl at first. Yeah. Because his grandfather's disappearing, he thinks all the gnomes are gone. Mm Mm-hmm. So then they're like, we'll help you, we'll take you in the gnome-mobile. Yes. Well, we're not calling the gnome-mobile yet. So no, we're calling it my jaunty car. Jaunting car. My jaunting car. Because it's a fucking Rolls Royce, because he's a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and then they're trying to take him to another forest where they might find more gnomes. And they do, in the end, find some, another gnome colony and there's, like, all these old man gnomes, and then he's like, but Grandpa, what about you know? And then all these scantily clad ladies come out. Mm-hmm. They're all named after, like, flowers and plants, which is cute. Yeah. And then it's, like, obvious from the beginning there's one called Violet that's like, oh, she's the bashful one. And, of course, he likes her. Mm-hmm. And then the weirdest mating ritual. You see, like, this is... This movie is a very short film. Not a short film. It's just short in our today's standards. It's less than an hour and a half. Yeah. And this part takes, like, ten minutes of it. Ten minutes. Like, the last ten minutes. And they soap him up. They throw him into the, like, river, which is foaming with soap, which is like, where did you guys get I don't know. Soap? They, like, they soap stealers. We're like, oh, it's a foam stealing. party. Right? Woo! Throw him in the foam. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like a grease pig contest where you have yeah. to grab it, but it's slippery. And then they have to hold on for and, like, seven seconds. How many? Like, 15? Yeah, it's like a number of ladies. 15, and, like... like Elf kind of dressed ladies. Yes. Chase after him for ten minutes. Yeah, and it's whoever can hold on to him for seven seconds gets to marry him. Which, of course, he likes... He kind of goes through them all. Like, well, he's introduced yeah. to them all. And then he likes Violet, the last one. The bashful one. Mm-hmm. And so when this, like, weird foam thing starts, he, like keeps saying, like, Violet, catch me! Because she has to catch him. And mm-hmm. fucking Snapdragon keeps, like, shoving her Snapdragon in the way. Snapdragon is a bitch. And you know what? It's no wonder you haven't found a husband yet. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it. She's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, it's like ten minutes of Violet getting like pushed out of the way. Yeah. She's so close. She to literally him. trampled. Literally trampled at one point. Yeah. Anyway, she finally gets him in this like big pile up. And happy ending. Yeah, and they kiss. At their yeah. and they get married, actually. They like, get immediately. married and then they kiss. Yeah. Like it's, it's really strange. like right away, like they have they have odd gnomish culture. Maybe this is yeah. like an offshoot of the gnomes. This is like a wandering like gnome tribe southern. that, like, like, like they should be in Utah. <laughs> weird arranged marriage. Yeah, it is like a weird arranged marriage. And then, um, I've been thinking since we were talking about the raccoon, because I used to live in an apartment and we had a box outside, and. A baby raccoon was living in it with his mama. But then um, we couldn't have a raccoons living in a box on our balcony. That's not great. So we had to call animal control. Aww. They carefully removed them and relocated the mama and baby raccoon. But he was so cute. He'd stick his little head out of the box. Aww. It was like a tiny box. And the mama would even like in there. It's like mice. Like Raccoons are fat. Yeah, especially in, like, I was living downtown, like, it was a fat raccoon. I'm a little disappointed that the animatronic animals were only in the beginning. Right? And why, it was why only, was like, those four animals that could talk, and that never came up again. I know, I was like, why didn't that fucking deer help them? It upset me. That deer should have helped. Yeah, the deer didn't He talk. must have looked at me like, oh, this guy's a fucking hunter, I'm gonna fucking help that gnome get out of here. But no. Yeah. He was just like, what's up? I don't know. It was a strange movie. Also, it was strange. The little brother, like, made the little girl, like, move the... Because they were driving a car. And his feet couldn't reach the pedals. And his feet couldn't reach the pedals, which is actually the most realistic thing in this movie. Yeah. So he made his sister get down and work the pedals while he steered. And then... They get to the sanitarium to rescue Yeah, this is the, what I'm getting at, because it upset me. Okay. Upset me. No, you can continue. I'm just going to be outraged. She was like, stay here while I go get Grandpa. Yeah. Because this is man's Cause work. this is man's work, and you just a little girl. You sit here and wait for our husband to come find you. Maybe not quite like that. I mean, that, if you but... couldn't tell already by our drinking game of women in stereotypes, <laughs> but... It was pretty bad. Yeah. Literally, the only women were. I felt like it seemed those worse. Occupations. Yeah. I felt like it seemed. Oh, and no people of color. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> At some point, I was like, hey, if we ever see a person of color, chug your entire drink. Yeah. But then we it didn't. Never happened. It never oh, didn't. You're knocking happen. over things on my I messy desk. How dare you? Your dead batteries. <laughs> um, yeah. At one point, there were. Five white men in a room, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's so <laughs> many white men." <laughs> it's really mostly a film about white men and how awesome and rich they are. It starts off with like how awesome and rich Grandpa is, mm-hmm. Grandfather. Grandfather. I don't have any grandparents left to say that to. They're all dead. I don't think I would say that to my grandpa. I would. I'd be like, Grandfather! And he'd be like, oh my god, your kid's fucking, like, on crack. Yeah. 
to get this child. I mean, I haven't here. seen him in a long time. I'll be like, I've developed an accent since <laughs> I've seen you last. And I say grandfather. grandfather. Like this. <laughs> grandfather, help me find the gnomes. I don't think, think it's a movie I'm ever gonna watch again. No, it's not. It's not. Rewatchability factor is not high in this. Watch it drunk and that's good enough. Yeah. There's really no We were drinking, um, we're kind of like trying to like welcome summer in. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've been drinking slushies. We put everything in the freezer and then we're like, look, it's a slushie. It was delicious. Well, but to be fair, we started out with something that's actually supposed to to be be a slushie. slushie. And then we took your stuff out of the freezer like, oh, it's a slushie. slushie. And it was pretty delightful. I enjoy kind of eating my alcohol. Yeah, you prefer that? It's just a little more something to do than just drink. That's fair. I did really enjoy my sour raspberry thing that I had. Well, it that seemed really, really good. good. Next time, we next drunk Disney, which I don't think we've decided on yet, but I'll call you when I'm at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, like, the only time I get drunk is for these <laughs> What else can we say about Gnome? I don't know, because I feel like this is very short, but again, I'm like, it was a short movie that didn't have a lot to it, so it's hard to get... It was a short movie. Frankly, there weren't enough gnomes. You could almost add drink when you see a gnome, because they're in the the beginning when she discovers them, and then they get kidnapped, and they're, like, gone for the whole, like, rescuing grandpa thing. I think probably because of, like, how difficult it is. We were talking about, like, doing the set and stuff for this, and everything has to be big for them, and... So I and like the one guy plays the two people. Yeah, Grandpa also plays Nobby, the Grandpa the no. Grandpa no. Yeah, so like I think it probably has a lot to do with that. Yeah, it's just for a movie but named no with gnome in the name. I was very disappointed. I that was gnomes. too, and I don't love them as much as you do, <laughs> and I was still disappointed. I don't know. I'm frankly, I'm inspired to keep reading this gnome book that I have. Okay. There's so much fun gnome stuff. Feel like it's like, something you haven't looked at in a little while, and now you're like, oh, I remember how much I wanted to read. Do it all. I mean, yeah, it's a book about gnomes, <laughs> which is cool, but also like, I'm not gonna sit down and read this book about gnomes for an hour, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So my bookmark is pretty near the beginning. But I flip through and look at it. I mean, the paintings are It's lovely. beautiful, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> a gnome milking It's a gnome milking a cow, guys. He's only as, like, big as the udder. Historical. <laughs> yeah, our gnomes were bigger than that. Their That's hats amazing. are, like, as tall as their entire body. I know. Does is, is, is it mention why it needs such a tall, pointy hat? Um, I'm probably somewhere. <laughs> But, like, um, but they so did not have tall, it. pointy red hats in this movie. It's very no, disappointed. They did not. They had, like, green kind of pointy hats. Yeah, they, they weren't that pointy. They were, like, slightly pointy. Although, um, the guy, the, um, Ed Wynn, when he comes in, he's not in a lot of the film. No. Um, but he's in the end, and he has, like, big feathers and stuff in his hat and like lots of bling like he, he's like gnome king yeah 
He's got a big, like, tribe that he's in charge of. Mm-hmm. All the ladies. The lady tribe. Here's a fun fact. Greetings, farewells, and goodnights are expressed by rubbing noses. Oh, like you. Eskimo kisses. Yeah. Nose are so cute. Yeah. Look! Animatronic! <laughs> no, these are real. Oh, Just like okay. these gnomes are real. Oh, that's so smart on the bottom of their shoes, so it looks like it, birds. Oh my god, that, yeah. They're clever! Okay, guys, just don't watch this movie, just get this just book. Just get this magical book. Oh my god, what does it say about their caps? I really want to know, uh, yeah, I'm, all I can think of right now is... A gnome without a cap is not a gnome, and he knows it. <laughs> okay. Do you not just think of like, is it what is it? Is it Travelocity that has the gnome? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm thinking of oh right my God. now. Yeah, they take a picture of the gnome with everything. But he's at least a proper gnome with the hat and everything. Yeah. I mean, what's a gnome without a red pointy cap? Nothing, I mean, apparently. This was just book. disappointed by the fact that there were like two gnomes. Until the very end. I feel a little bit slurry. <laughs> Sorry. Look <laughs> this cute little gnome scout. Oh, yeah. Sexual organs. Mm. Anyway, gnomes are fascinating in this book. Gnomobile. The gnomobile, the gnomobile. Hunting for gnomes in the gnomobile. In the no mobile. <laughs> okay. I know okay. the jaunty car version better than the gnome version. Ja- what? Jaunty car? Jaunty car. Riding along in my... Right. Jaunty car. Not a man so far. <laughs> not right. <laughs> Never a handsomer sight. Far. Or something. Jogging along in my jaunty car. Woo. That's the first version of the song. I'm sorry, guys. That was absolutely telling terrible. his grandchildren that he used to be a baller driving yeah. along in his Rolls Royce. I don't have a lot of gnome experience. We never were like a garden gnome family. I like gnomes. I, I understand that <laughs> part. I used to have another gnome. Yeah, what was his name? You didn't get a name. It was no. one that I've had, like, for a long time. And then I decided it was possessed. The nameless gnome. I decided it was possessed? It, yeah, because it was sitting there on my, okay. like, craft table stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was wet mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, it was, like, a thing made of clay. Like, I assume the practical explanation was, like, humidity and whatever. Okay. But I, I was, was like, like, you know, this gnome is, like dripping water for Mm -hmm. no reason. Like, nothing's dripping on it. It was just, like, seeping out water. And I was like, this gnome is possessed. I need to put it outside. (laughs) And I, well, one day Kelsey and I were painting all my gnomes and stuff that I had bought. And I started painting it, like, a red cap and, like, some eyeballs or something. But then it was, like, falling apart also because it's, like, cheap shit. And so I was like, it's possessed because it's been leaking water and I can't paint it because it's falling apart. So I put it outside in, like, the garden outside my door. And, like, maybe a few weeks later when I came in, I noticed it had broken in half. So I was like, oh my god, it was possessed. There's a demon inside and I put it outside and the demon broke free. <laughs> broke the gnome. 
analogy was free, but at least it was outside. Yeah. <laughs> so at least Tish didn't get possessed. And moral of the yeah. story is, it's all right if a demon escapes as long as it's not in your house. Yeah, basically. That's fair. Watch out for possessed gnome, gnome statues. Statue possession. Any statues, maybe. It's obviously a major problem in our society. I'm just saying, watch out for it. Because <laughs> if that thing breaks, then if you have a statue of something and it breaks... You're in trouble. I'm just saying, something got out. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. I have nothing else to say about this. This is the shortest podcast in the history of mankind. Okay, that's not true either. I'm apparently being slightly dramatic. But it's shorter than what we normally talk for. It wasn't, like, crazy enough for us to have a lot of stuff to rant about. No. It was just, like, bad female 60s stereotypes and... Um, Not enough cheap, gnomes. Cheap gnomes, but good um, animatronics. You said you were going to rant and, for a long time um, about Quexton. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I forgot how much I hated him a little bit. <laughs> He's really awful. Okay, he calls. This little girl was stayed in the hotel room, and grandfather and the boy went because the car was being serviced, mm-hmm. and that's not any place for a woman. Yeah. So she was in the hotel room waiting for them to return. They went, like, two blocks away or something. Yeah. Quaxton calls her room... And tells the little girl that her grandfather was in a horrible accident and that she needed to go to him right now in order to get her out of the room to kidnap the gnomes. That's pretty much the most horrible thing. Like, she's, she's like, ten. Yeah. It's awful. She runs into the room and, like, runs down the street to the service station. And she's, station. like, freaking the shit out because, you know, I would, too. Yeah, and then he, like, sneaks in there and grabs the picnic basket with the gnomes in it. Mm. That's another question I have, okay? Because they were out and they were watching forests being destroyed on television. Yeah, bad form. Bad. Okay, so he choice. went in. How did he get them back in the picnic basket? Oh, oh. my picnic <laughs> basket. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they didn't show how he actually, like, kidnapped Right? Them. Because all you see later is once they get out of the picnic basket on the other end, Jasper's all, like, jumping around and avoiding him and stuff. Yeah. So, like, how, how, how did he, he manage them? to get them? That's why they skipped it, because they didn't have Because they didn't have an answer for it. reason why. Because it would have been another, like, long scene of him, like, catching them with a fisherman's pole or yeah. something. Yeah. Which, oh, another thing. Jasper's jumping out the window. Because he couldn't get out the first time. He got Grandpa out. But, like, he was trying to hold up the window and sneak underneath it. And Quaxton came in and got him. And so he was smart enough to break the window mm-hmm. so that he could just jump through it. And so he jumps through it, and Quaxton has a fucking fishing rod and, like, casts it and catches him. But not, like, through his body, just, like, his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Like, just, like, the tiniest. And I'm like, okay, that is, like, not possible. If you caught him, you would have gutted him. Yeah. But no, you just got his of his pants. One time I was in a boat and um, I was pretty young. I was like seven and we had friends up at the cottage. I wasn't driving the boat at seven. I was just in it. Okay. And um, a guy that was up there with my brother like leaned back to do something and uh, 
I guess someone had put a fishing lure on like one of the seats and he ended up with the, the uh, fishing lure all up in his hand and he had to go to the hospital and get it. Uh, it was really gross. It was like, cause it was like one of those ones with like multi hooks and stuff. Oh, right man. in the palm. Oh. You're welcome for that internet. Thank you. Anyway, Quaxton was like the biggest asshole ever. Yeah, he ran like a freak show. Yeah. And he gave the kid tickets, which is how they knew how to find him, but... Yeah. And then he tried to be all like, oh, we don't need your grandpa. We can just split the million dollars between us. And I'm like, like, who's offering you a million dollars? Arbitrary amount of money. And then he's like, I'll make just as much money with you stuffed as I would with you. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. You could fake stuff now. Not at all would you do that. Yeah. So he's terrible. Fakest stuff gnome. The, also, the other woman was, like, a kind of a wife. Oh, right. They went to find Quaxton in, like, a trailer, and he, like, Grandpa goes in with, like, do you have a gun or something? The other guy had a shotgun. Oh, okay. So, like, Grandpa's in there, and he's like, hey, we're just looking for Quaxton. This couple is like, we just work for him. And then he's like, where is he? And the wife keeps telling Grandpa all this information, and the husband and grandpa are literally physically t- pulling her between them. Like, the husband's, like, pulls her back, like, stop telling him information. And then grandpa, like, pulls her back, and she, like, tells him more information. And she's just, like, mm-hmm. it was so terrible. Like, they're literally bad. yanking on her. It's yeah. so bad. And she had, like, curlers in her hair. It was so funny. Anyway, this movie is terrible and mm-hmm. amazing. Which is why it was one of our drunk ones. I mean, it's pretty good drunk. It's not a sober drink. Or it's, it's not a, it's not sober, a sober, <laughs> sober watching movie. No, I think that's safe to say about all of our... Yeah, that's Except why we... Hocus Pocus, because that's just a great movie. Well, yeah. But drunk, sober, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Halloween, Christmas, pretty much <laughs> any time. Sisters? I think... We're done. I think so. But you can email us at in the movies podcast at gmail.com. Uh, one day, if we ever get email, we'll answer it. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be great. Yeah. Um, if you have good, oh, if you have good um, ideas of movies that we should do drunk podcasts too, that would be good. We'd take those. You can also send those to us. On Twitter at In the Movies Pod. Yeah, and um, soon possibly uh, Instagram. Same, yeah. Same thing at In the Movies Pod. Um, we're gonna start doing like Instagram videos, maybe. More yeah. Stuff. Some quick reviews because we watch a lot of movies, and then that way we could get. We watch a lot of movies. We want to tell you. About get the them. word out there. Plus, it'll shorten our this week in the movies. Yeah, we're really working on that. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, you can see the full drinking game rules um, on the blog link that's in the description. And, um, yeah, movie review videos on my YouTube, also linked in the description. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do stuff, things, links, things. We're drunk. Links to things. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. We're going to go play video games. Yay, we're still drunk. Bye. Bye.